Hi, guys. Welcome to this week's episode of the Balance Chaos Podcast. We're so happy to have you here. Yes. So this week we are diving into a topic that I feel like is pretty, um, I don't know, on the... Prevalent? Yes, that's the word. (laughs) Um, And it is fear. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) Dun, We could do Jaws music. Oh, that was good. (laughs) So, um, yeah. Well, I just re-entered into the world this weekend. And um, after being on COVID lockdown for a couple of weeks, and it just felt like the energy was very different from when I left, (laughs) when I left the world. Um, I left and it seemed like people were pretty relaxed and, you know, everything felt like it was going back to normal. And I came out and it was like, COVID is back and we're all really nervous about it. (laughs) Yes. There's the Delta variant. There's the uh, Spirit Airline variant. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So it's just, just more fear out there about it. Yeah. About COVID. And then we, you know, we got to talking and there's, I mean, fear comes in a lot of shapes and sizes. That's one that I think as a collective, everyone is feeling, but sometimes fear is coming to you in a different way. Like maybe moving forward in a business, maybe, um, about a relationship or just anything. Yeah. Children. Yes. Children is a big one. Fear can show up in a lot of places in a lot of ways anywhere. (laughs) Yeah, it's it happened to anyone, anywhere. <laughs> yeah, it's everywhere, and we have to get away from it. No, I'm just kidding. So, I mean, fear is a normal thing to feel. Like people, you're going to feel fear at some time or another. And sometimes it can be beneficial, like when you're, you know, walking towards the edge of a cliff and you're like, hmm, I probably shouldn't walk any further. That's a good, healthy fear. Yes. But then we have fear that's coming from our worries and uh, the loops that we're playing in our head and being stuck in the past or thinking about the future. And that's maybe not so much of a healthy fear. That's something that's going to get you stuck in an energetic drain. Yeah, exactly. Especially when it's fear related to the past. Because a lot of times, like, let's use abandonment as an example. So if you have something that happened in childhood where you felt abandoned, maybe mom had to leave you with a babysitter for hours and you didn't expect it. And so that creates this fear of abandonment. Now, every time your partner leaves the house, if you're stuck in that fear, that is not a healthy fear. That's a memory. So you're playing an energetic loop that's in your, or an energetic memory that's in your energy body. And it's creating a block that is causing you to, to fear what's to come, even though it hasn't happened yet. Yeah. And you don't need to fear it. Yeah. And I think more often than not, that's the type of fears that people are coming to us with is things that are from childhood that are stuck, that are just repeating, that aren't serving you at all. Like it's not helping you from jump off, jumping off a cliff or from having an interaction with someone. It's just actually creating like drama and strain. Lack. Yeah. yeah. Strain is a good word too. <laughs> <They're> <laughs> complimentary of each other. <laughs> <laughs> so strain and lack guys, strain and lack. And it's important to uh, point out on the energy scale of emotion, fear is on the opposite side of love. So fear is the polarity of love. Because think about it, when fear is present, love is usually absent. And when love is present, fear is generally absent. Yeah. And I mean, I like to think about this as, so if you're afraid and you're thinking about like what's to come and what's happening and you're just stuck in this space, like you don't have time 
in like physically or mentally to be present with someone and love them. Like you can't like sit with your, if you're in this fear loop in your head, you can't sit with your partner on the couch and just be like, I'm so grateful you're here. And I love you. And you're awesome because you're, you're playing this, um, scene for lack of a better word in your head where you just aren't actually physically there. Right. You're not present. And it's the same with, if you're, stuck in fear, a lot of times you'll go to judgment with people. So you push them away. Yeah. So it's like, you know, if they don't fear the same thing as you, or if they're not in the same level of, as fear about it with you, then you're like, well, I don't even want to be around you. Yeah. Cause you want, you know, that misery loves company, right? You, <laughs> you want to be around people who are, it's, it's almost, it's a little bit addicting because it's, if you're around other people and you guys can talk together and feed on it and it's, it just turns into this whole thing and you feel validated for having those fears. If you're validation is huge. Yeah. If you're with others who are having them. And I mean, really when you recognize that it's a fear that's holding you back, you want to be with somebody who can help pull you out of it. But sometimes we're not ready. Sometimes we're not ready. And I think it's hard for people to admit that they've been stuck playing a loop. So when somebody pulls you out of it, it's almost insulting. You have that that cognitive dissonance and it's like, how can you tell me I shouldn't be afraid of this? Like you're stupid or or you're not protecting me and the ego gets involved. So it's important to remember if you are stuck in fear and somebody maybe says something that like kind of knocks you off kilter and you're like, whoa, that hit me in the chest. Explore it a little bit. Why did it hit you in the chest? Why do you think you need to keep this fear close to your heart? What's it doing for you? Yeah, and I think sometimes the fears... (laughs) we are afraid to let go of them because there's some sort of accountability that we have to step into. Like I've lived in this fear loop for a long time and this is where I am and this is where I'm comfortable. If I take a step out of it, who am I? Yeah. I think that's especially true for people with the fear, like lack mindset, people with the fear of doing better or having more money. Mm -hmm. It's almost like they're afraid of a, how successful or great they can be. Um, B, of doing better than the, like maybe their family or their tribe or their friends around them. So it's, okay, well, everybody around me doesn't have more than this. I don't need more. I can be stuck in my lack. I'm going to keep complaining about my job that I hate, keep not saving money, keep living paycheck to paycheck and keep complaining with my friends about how shitty life is. And then I'll feel I'm fine. But it's like, no, that entire loop right there is fear keeping you stuck. Yeah. And then you get into the fear of having to have a new tribe or new people. But I think most of the time people, when they, you start examining, you understand that that's maybe going to bring you into a better space, like a better job, a better this. And you might lose some people, but you might actually bring some people up. Right. Exactly. Well, a lot of times, yeah, you start to lift your vibration and people around you are like, wait, what are they doing? What are, like, yeah. how is she doing better or getting more money? And then they start being like feeding off the energy in a positive way. So know that if you do make a new choice, it will start to make things shift. Yeah. Which will help you get out of the matrix. <laughs> Break free. Break yeah. Free. <laughs> um, yeah. So I just, I think that fear is such an important thing to acknowledge. And I think it shows up in different ways for different people. I, th- I think we can all relate or think about something that we've marinated on from the past that we worry will happen again. So 
that's something that shows up a lot. And I think right now COVID is something that, especially with the new like Delta variant, like everyone's starting to think about school opening up and what that's going to be like and going into that future place of what is going to happen. And I mean, the thing is, and the thing to remind yourself of it is like, there's nothing you can do about that particular thing, right? There's things yeah. that you can do and we'll get into that, like things that you can do to, to help yourself to get out of this fear, but something in the future, like you don't have control over it. We actually yeah. have zero control. <laughs> right now we can't decide how schools should operate if they get shut down. We don't know if they have to get shut down yet. Yeah. So fearing it only is causing you more and more anxiety, stress, and it's draining your energy. Illness comes from drained energy. So you're actually also lowering your immune system yeah. and making yourself more susceptible to COVID right. <laughs> or any virus that's out there. Yeah. And I think that that is part of the reason that we should like embrace letting go a little bit because we all want to have a higher immune system right now. Right. That's so, yeah, true. <laughs> so be present, be right here right now. And then you don't yeah. have to do the best you can. If your kids are signed up for school, then have the best intentions that they're going to school. They're going to be safe. And if it changes, you deal with it then. But in the meantime, it doesn't make sense to have mom group chats about, you know, the worry of what's going to happen or, you know, have everybody be prepared. You can't prepare for what you don't know is going to happen. Exactly. Like, and there, there just is no telling. There's no, there's no telling if you're going to get COVID and how that's going to be. You just have to go with it. Yeah. Right. Deal with it as you, yeah, as you get there. And I think we like, as humans, we like sharing stories. So mm -hmm. like you hear, especially COVID, I haven't had it yet, but I know I've been very interested to hear every person who I've talked to has, who's had it. I'm like, well, what'd you feel? Where do you think you got it? Where did you feel it? <laughs> Just because you're so curious, right? Totally. But it's like at the very much more real version of it is every single person who has described their symptoms to me that has had it have been different. So it's not preparing <laughs> me for anything. <laughs> no, it, it it's so true. And I, I mean, I had told, I had said to people like, I mean, I have four kids when things are happening, I'm like, you know what? It's probably going to happen at my house at some point, but I just have to, when it does, it does like the end. I'm not going to spend my time worrying about it. And it, as it did. And I did end up getting it after everybody else. I don't know if I said that last time or not. I was like pretty sure I had it, but I hadn't tested it yet. So, and we all had it different for sure. I had it very, very mild and um, but I was really taking care of myself that week before because I had watched everybody else and I'm like, okay, I was doing no sugar, no alcohol, um, lots of smoothies and green juices, all of the supplements uh, that I was giving to my mom and Halston. I was also taking myself and I also just kept going with the mindset of like, I am healthy. My body's healing. Once I got it, I just kept saying I was healthy before. And then once I knew I had it, I just said my body's healing. And I really had like three days that were I'm not terrible either. Like I was a little stuffy and tired, um, but it, it went pretty fast. And I don't know, but I do think the, the lead up of being so healthy made a difference. And those are things that you can do to empower yourself rather than be fearful. Like I was in a house where everybody had it. I'm like, okay my odds are high, but instead of going like, Oh my gosh, am I going to get it? Are we going to be stuck here another week? What's going to happen? I just went like, here we are. This is it. Like, let me just enjoy that 
I have some extra time with my kids. I never sit on the couch by myself at night. And I did that and it was great. And I did my yoga and I did, I was like, I'm going to just take advantage of this quote unquote free time. And then when I got sick, I got sick and it was fast and fine. Well, I mean, I think that's important to note because so many of us, like if you find out you've been exposed, you sit in doom for that five days after exposure. Right. And that doom, I do think amplifies the energy and will make whatever illness comes worse. So instead of sitting in that doom state or fear state, you went to how can I strengthen my body, better my body, better my mind. And then when it came, you were able to get through it faster. Yeah. Which I think many of us, I know myself in the past, I've had it like when you start to get sick, you're like, I don't feel good. Oh my God, I'm so sick. And I just keep saying how sick I am over and over again until it's the worst cold ever. (laughs) (laughs) You got to snap out of that and get to like, you know what? I'm ill right now, but my body's healthy. My body's recovering. Yeah. And feed yourself the right things to give your body the tools to recover. Like yeah. Up your water, up your sleep, up your. Yeah. I don't, I drink a lot of water anyway. Anyone who knows me knows like my, I'm constantly drinking water and I have to have it with me. And I probably doubled it last week. I don't know. I never, wow. stopped, I never stopped going pee, <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but I do think that that makes, I, that's always my solution for everything. If the girls don't feel good, I'm like, uh, drink some water. Yeah. Drink some water. Have you been drinking water? They're like, Ugh. they'll actually tell me. I don't feel good. I drank water already. <laughs> Prepared. Uh, yeah. So I guess the first thing to do with fear is notice when you're in it. Notice when it's uh, occupying your thoughts and your body. You'll know too, because your body will feel really, really tight. Yes. Um, the body does not respond well to fear, especially if you're in a state of fight or flight long-term, the body aches. Yeah. And you get almost, I know for me too, like sometimes I'll get like, um, almost like chills. That makes sense. Like if I'm really like fearful or nervous, I'll get like a little bit of body chills. And I mean, some of those things are universal and some things like notice yourself when you're having, (laughs) when you're having stuff, you know, like I've just come to notice that, Oh, I, I get a little bit like, I might feel like I have a fever or something, but it's actually not. It's just like my body's response to fear and, um, get to know your body. Notice what's happening. Well, for me, it's, it was the reason I say the body is because sometimes I'm not always aware of where my thoughts are. So like, let's say I'm playing a loop of fear in my thoughts or like Mm -hmm. thinking about an argument with somebody or something like that. Mm -hmm. I won't catch myself until my shoulder starts to ache. And I'm like, God, my shoulders are aching. And then I'm like, well, all you've been thinking about is negative stuff the entire day or like what went wrong. And then I'm like, okay, that's fear. What am I afraid of? Am I afraid people aren't honoring my boundaries. Am I afraid that people don't see me? Am I like, what is it? Why am I having, why am I having these fights in my head? Like, what am I afraid of? And ultimately it's usually for humans feeling seen, heard and valued. Yes. So it'll boil down to that. Like for me, for clients, like if I don't feel like they're honoring my values, do they not think I'm human? Do I not matter? Like that's really what it is. And then it's like, okay, set a new boundary, stop dwelling. And like for anything, if you feel left out by your friends, well, what am I afraid of? Do they not think I matter? Again, it all goes back down to that. COVID. If I feel like my friends aren't being careful with COVID and I'm being more careful, well, what am I afraid of? You know, you got to look at it that way. Yeah. I love that. Like really examining, like, where is it coming from? Why is this fear playing? Sometimes when you just bring the awareness and acknowledge it, that shifts it. Right yeah. 
generally immediate. Well, cause then you have the power to, to change your mindset. So now it's like, okay, I'm aware I can breathe and I can make myself say that positive mantra, or I can make myself think about prosperity instead of lack. Yeah. And it's almost like, ta- it's like taking that step back. Like instead of you just being, you know, Brooke going like, uh, I can't believe this happened da, 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 and like playing it over and over. You can like step back and see what, what Brooke is thinking and go like, Oh, that is silly. Like, why am I, what am I really afraid of here? Okay. Interesting. Well, sometimes I will like, just like you, I will have the conversation with my head. Like when I go to something <laughs> dramatic, um, the other day at like the spa that I work in, we have this thing that has all of our business cards in the front of it mm-hmm. and, and mine were gone. <laughs> and I was <laughs> my immediate thought was, did somebody take these out of here? Because I know they know I'm booked, but I would still like my cards out there. Like I was like really mad. And then I was like, wow, rookie, are you just looking for something to be mad at? Because like, maybe all the cards were just out. Like maybe people took them and that's actually a good thing. (laughs) But it's like funny to see where your mind goes first. Like I immediately was like insulted. Like somebody stole my cards. Somebody took all of them. (laughs) Or they moved them because they're jealous that I'm busy. It's like, no, they didn't. Somebody probably took them like a guest probably took them to give to somebody. And that's a more appropriate yeah, assumption. <laughs> probably what happened, not yeah. somebody stealing your things and shoving them behind somewhere. <laughs> but when you look at it that way, it's like, okay, what was I in fear about? What am I afraid of there? Yeah. Like, and it's, am I afraid of not being liked? Am I afraid that, you know, somebody's an enemy? And Some the truth is like, Yeah. None of that was there. And then I could really talk myself off the ledge and breathe. Yeah. Order more business cards. And order more business. Realize like, maybe I just didn't pay attention and my business cards are out now. Yeah. (laughs) Which is probably knowing myself the the best possible answer. Yeah. it, It is funny. And when you start having those like little conversations with yourself, um, which you can do this for fear, for anxiety, for any of those things that come up and you're, you start hearing the loop play and you go, hold, hold on, wait, what, <laughs> what's happening here? And it's almost like a game. Like I know I've told some people to give it a name, like give that, that thought that comes up, like give yourself an alter ego. Cause it's really not you because it's it your ego. You're absolutely right. Yeah, yeah. It's your ego. So you can, you can give your ego a name talk to it and be like, okay, crazy Kristen, that's, that's enough. We're good. We're done with that now. Um, Pull back. Yeah. And we've talked about before egos for protection. So it's not really trying to harm you, but we got to understand when, when we'll take a backseat. Let's even look like, like when we're using it for judgment. So like, let's say you're very COVID scared and you're triggered by people who are not. Yeah. And so you go to judgment. How can they not care? How can they not care about the greater good? Blah, blah, blah. Like what does judging the people who don't agree with you fix? It doesn't because you're not going to get them to agree with you. (laughs) Like they've already, they're living how they feel and you can't make them fear what you fear. Otherwise we would all be in the same place all the time and we're not. And there is a natural polarity to things. So The universe is balancing us out by having some people who care and some people who don't, to be honest with you. It's just the fact of life. (laughs) So when you get in that judgment, breathe through it. Like, why do you need to judge other people? If you're scared, sit at home and be scared. You don't need to make other people scared. And if you're not scared, go out and don't be scared, but you don't need to make fun of people who are sitting at home. Right. Yeah. It goes, it goes both ways. It's just, it's like coming into things with empathy, right? Because then you're just under, instead of judging, you're going like, oh, okay. You feel like this. I feel like that. Okay. 
we're okay. We don't need to separate totally and hate each other because that separation is what fear causes, which is the opposite of love. Yeah, exactly. Like we, we're not, we're not separate and it's okay for people to have different opinions and likes and dislikes. And we don't need everyone on our side. That would be so boring. It's like the kids books. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) If everybody was on your side, who would you argue with to feel alive? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. So if you are someone, (laughs) if you are somebody who is finds yourself getting stuck in fear loops a lot, um, which is a lot of us and especially right now. And I, there's a lot of things that you can do to help prevent that. We've talked about some of them, like your diet. If you're afraid of COVID, switch up your diet, like do things that are really healthy, but there's other ways as well. Um, if you're someone who watches the news all the time and you're in a fear loop, maybe turn it off. Yeah, we turn that news off. And then if you're somebody who likes to watch the news all the time, and then if we tell you to turn it off, you say, well, you need to be informed. <laughs> well, <laughs> what about reading the news? So it's a lot less drama when you're reading it because you don't have somebody trying to make a story. Yeah. So what you have to remember about our news is it changed. I can't remember when, like, the 80s, let's say, before I was ever watching any news. I know that. (laughs) That much I know. But our news is done as a show. Like they are getting ratings. You're thinking about it like sports and it's all done in the same way. So of course it's going to be a little like, oh my gosh, everything is falling apart because they need to reel you in. You wouldn't watch it if everything was dandy. Right. They need drama. We like drama. That's why there's all these shows on about drama. Yeah. And reality TV, like we want to know real life, what is happening with people, but just know that. And then you can one, take it with a grain of salt and two, know that they're probably not reporting everything that is great and happy because we're not going to turn that on. We say that we would, but really would we? No. And a lot of it too. I mean, I'm going to sound like a conspiracy theorist, but a lot of the channels are paid by different people and different yeah. Government agencies, things like that. And there's, there's just a lot of loops. So you got to intuitively tune into, do I believe all of this? Is this all fact? Does it sit right in my body? And it doesn't mean you have to disbelieve everything or become a conspiracy theorist, but you also don't need to blindly trust everything you hear. If it doesn't sound good for you or sound like your truth, you don't need to take it in. Just like with anything, with this podcast, like if we say something about a past life and that goes against your religious beliefs, don't skip go. over it. <laughs> like don't It's go. fine. Same with the news. You have to watch the news with a very, very blank slate, open mind, and then feel it in your body. Does this feel right? Does this feel safe for me? Does this feel okay? Am I okay taking this in? I know I'm not because I don't watch the news so much that when it is on in the background, I'm like, God, that's like chilling almost the way that they word things. But it's almost like you have to tune out of it to realize. Right. I think if you're anything, like if you're doing something every single day, you get numb to it. Like you don't, feel it in the same way. And like, I have a really hard time watching the news be- because the same, like, I'm like, Oh, it just feels like a lot. Like it feels very heavy. And I do read the news and, um, it, there's just, it's different. It's different. It feels lighter. Yeah. Well, because you're also reading in your own voice. They're so not all this extra energy around it. Right. Yeah. Cause a lot of it is like the, the people who are saying it, it's their energy and they're really, you know, they're doing a great job. Pushing <laughs> the story. Um, there is, I wanted to say, we, we were talking about this and there's this uh, woman on, 
Instagram and she is called, I believe it's called what Sharon says. I'll double check it for our notes. Uh, but she talks about things that are going on, um, in like politics from a very neutral point and tells you the facts. It's like, and she's the one who actually that I learned about news and how it switched at a certain time. And it used to be more like fact driven. And now it's more, not to say that there aren't facts in there, but it's more about story based the stories. Yes. So anyway, so she's a great one. If you're like, I need to know things, but I, you feel like you're getting really drained by the news. Yeah. Well, having just the facts does allow you the space to tune into your own intuition. Yes. And that's what we need more of. We need more free thinkers, free feelers, not people who just blindly are like, okay, that's what was said. No, like question everything. Question how it feels for you. That's how you gain a sense of truth in your own belief systems and a solid sense of self. But if you're just going with what you're blindly told and always needing instructions and knowing how to do everything, like, do you really know who you are and what you like? That's another topic, but yeah, I mean, I think that's how you get a little lost, right? Like how you don't know yourself because you're just trusting everything. Um, I will say too, I was, I did a, I had a lot of free time this week. Um, so I did this full moon meditation thing and the full moon, which was on the 23rd. I don't know what day it is today, but a couple days ago. Um, and it was full moon in Aquarius and we're in Leo right now, which is a great sign. (laughs) Um, but it's all about, I just thought it was really interesting that it's here at this time. It's all about like the collective and the individual and doing things to help the collective, but also finding your individual voice. And sometimes you have to go against what is collectively believed to make things change and shift and society grow. And I just, I thought that was really interesting timing. (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, without knowing how you feel, then how would you know if you're supposed to go against the collective or if it serves you? Yeah. Um, so I have a, an example kind of that goes along with this, that like, if you feel something, so like, I know when (laughs) I'm driving down the 215, I guess I'd be going West. So coming from Summerlin, going towards Henderson, you're going East. uh, I'm going east. I'm really bad at direction, but you know what? I always make it home. Um, And this is for people in Las Vegas, obviously. So if you don't live here, just think Las Vegas has gotten very large, very fast, and it's a desert. There's not a lot of water. Yeah. I'm sure how we're doing this. (laughs) So whenever I'm driving down the 215 and I see all of the growth, all of the large buildings, large apartment buildings getting built, Um, I think even a new like casino is getting built. well, it's a stations casino. And my immediately thought my immediate thoughts go to like, where are they getting the water? How are we going to have another hotel with thousands of rooms, another apartment complex with thousands of little apartments? Like all of these people need water. How are we doing it? And I will get in this extreme fear state of like lack of water. And the reason this doesn't serve anybody is because all I'm doing is adding to the collective fear. Right. So what I have to be conscious of is pulling myself out of that and a So then I start praying for water, literally like praying for the right scientists and the right resources to somehow bring us water, praying that at some point the, um, I'm going to use a funny word, but like the builders association, that's not a real thing, but whoever is permitting all of these plans will someday say, stop, we don't need to build anymore because we don't have the water for it. So I pray for that. Um, and then I started thinking, how can I help? So like using less resources, making sure that my dishwasher is completely full before I run it, making sure I'm doing full loads of laundry, not little things making sure me and my child are turning off the sink while we're brushing our teeth. 
Like, how can I conserve? But it takes having this fear to then switch my mindset to what I need to pray for, what I need to hope for, what joy and good I can bring to the collective consciousness. So what energy I want to put that way. And then how can I help? What can I do about it? Well, I think this is a great example for two reasons. One is that you're, it is a healthy fear because we, our planet is just that, just one, just a planet. <laughs> and we all need to think a little bit more about how we use our resources and where they're going, but you're not letting yourself get stuck there forever. So like you have the fear and you have the recognition that like, oh crap, like, well, how is this happening? Which, I mean, you can't stop them from building something. <laughs> I mean, there has to be somebody out there who can. <laughs> somebody can, but it's maybe not you or I, because I also have the same, like, we, it, freaks me out. I'm like, why, where, where is it coming from? <laughs> I lived on an Island when I was a kid. So I really like looked at that a lot. And when I moved here, I'm like, nobody thinks about that. People think about it a lot more now, but then you shift into like, what can I do to help? What can I do to change and to make things better on my little small scale? And I think if we all use our fears for that, for like helping things on that small scale, then then collectively it becomes big. Yeah. And that's how we return to love. Yes. And I just think that's beautiful. Sorry, yeah. That made me really happy. <laughs> Glad. I mean, well, we can use, even use this with a COVID example. So let's say you're very, very fearful of COVID and you're worried about your family. You're worried about how it's going to feel. Shift that. Shift to prayer for health. Pray for uh, better cures, more vaccines, more research. Um, then what can you do to prepare you and your family? Are you washing your hands more? Are you wearing more masks? Are you, you know... Uh, around less crowds, like Are you empower yourself, <laughs> eating, like all of those things. So anywhere where there's fear, you can find a solution. Same with like money. A lot of people get in fear-based thinking about finances. Yes. So A, you need to stop <clears throat> calculating everything and worrying about the numbers because that creates more lack. Yeah. Whatever you focus on. So where attention goes, energy flows. So if you focus on lack, you're attracting more lack. So you can start to focus on abundance. What abundance do you have? Is there food in your fridge right now? Are your bills paid right now? Yeah. And then like, think about, oh, I'm working this week. I have another paycheck coming or I have more clients coming. Think about the good that's coming. Give gratitude for that. Pray for more. And then, okay, maybe you do save a little bit right now. Things like that. And then that's going to create more abundance in your life. Yeah. Instead of going like, I never have money. Money's always leaving. You go like, oh, my money's growing. My money, money flows easily to me. Like going back to those things and, and finding that gratitude. I think gratitude is so important to get out of fear because gratitude lives more in love than fear. And we can shift out, shift it out. Exactly. Fear that stays too long does turn to illness. So just know that fear loves to sit in the stomach. So if you are somebody with a very sensitive stomach, or if you get heartburn often, or GERD, acid reflux, um, IBS, any of those things, you're carrying fear, but you're (laughs) trying to suppress it. And so your body is screaming. Right. And so when our body's screaming, that's the time to really take a step back and look at what is it that you're afraid of? Because I think, especially... um, older generations, I think we're a little more likely to, to look at what's happening, but there's so much, wait, I'm sorry. You call yourself the older generation? No, I'm not calling myself. You said we're, I'm like, who you No, we are like, our generation is more likely to look at our fear and go like, Oh, I'm afraid, but like, I'm anxious. Like we talk about that more, but the older generations, like, I, not me, just so everybody is clear. (laughs) 
I'm young. I'm hip. I'm cool. Um, like my parents or I was, my dad always had like stomach things and it's, but he was never, nothing was ever wrong. Like there was never a problem. You know, he would go talk till he was blue in the face about nothing was wrong. So it's just like, sometimes you have to just stop telling yourself that obviously something is, if your body is yelling at you, like sit back, what are you afraid of? Write it down, let it out. And then see if it's something, what can you do about it? Yeah. How can you change it? And I think a big thing is acknowledgement. It's okay to be afraid. And I think people are afraid to say mm-hmm. they're afraid. And that's when we go to judgment. We go to judgment when we're afraid to honor our own fear. Yes. Yeah. Cause we don't want to, no, nobody look at me. I'm not, yeah. I'm not afraid. It's that person. <laughs> Let's over there. look at what you're doing wrong. <laughs> you're wrong. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So just taking that time to figure it out. What is it? Let yourself get out of it. And let's say you do go down a, a fear spiral. Um, a good place to bring your mind back to is the here and now. So like, if you're like, oh my God, the world's going to crap and everything is wrong and nobody's doing things right. Everything's on fire. No, <laughs> yeah, it's dangerous. Well, what you can look at is right now at home, there's a roof over my head. I'm safe. Where are my kids? My kids are safe. My spouse is safe. We have all of our immediate needs. We have food, we have water, we have, I don't know, power, air conditioning. Yeah. And when you look at that, it's like, okay, right now the sky's not falling. Yeah. And you can even go even further by just, I love like pressing on each finger, like feeling where you are, like using your physical sensations to be here and not somewhere else that's not even happening yet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when the sky does fall, you have my permission to be afraid. Yeah. Then you can freak out and yell. <laughs> um, yeah. That's all I have written down. Do you have the answer written down? No, I think that that about that about does it for for fear today. So, um, as far as journaling, I would love for you to write down um, one. Just write down what is my biggest fear. Yeah, identify what your or yeah, identify what your fears are. Yeah, and, and what do I tend to judge others for? Mm-hmm. Because that's going to show you where your fear lies too. And how can I? shift my life to get myself out of or prepared for this fear. Yeah. Since I prepared, I just mean like, like if it's COVID, what can you do to be healthy? If it's, you know, water, (laughs) (laughs) what can I do there? So, um, and I'm also interested to hear what you guys think about when you drive. (laughs) (laughs) Is anybody else worrying about the water? (laughs) Um, Yeah. Thank you guys so much for being here another week with us. We love you guys. Yes. We love you so much and appreciate your listening. So, you know, subscribe, like all the good stuff and we'll see you next week. We won't see you. We'll hear you. You'll hear us. You'll hear us. (laughs) (laughs) It's my first day. Oh, wait, this is the first one. I know we're ending, but I just never want it to be over. Um, Somebody messaged me the other day and was like, what's with the buy thing at the end? Somebody asked. Oh, somebody friendly (laughs) asked us. She said, have you guys ever explained it? Because she wanted to listen to that podcast. I don't think we have. Next time. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) So if you notice, if you ever listen till the end, Kristen and I race for the last buy. Kristen usually gets it because I think she'll die if she doesn't. It's Uh, it's a problem. It's a problem that I have, which is actually where this comes from. (laughs) Yeah. It's an inside joke. But uh, one day, this is like a couple years ago now, right? I think so. We were recording videos um, for something we were doing. And at the end of the video, 
I would like try to say bye. And Kristen did not realize that every time I said bye, she had to sneak in the last bye. And she was dead serious. At one point I was like, okay, I'm going to test her. And I tried to keep saying bye after her and she didn't even realize. And we rewatched it and we like laughed for a long time. Yeah. So. I apparently really like to have a last word. <laughs> so now it's a running joke that we don't want to let go of. So it's at the end of all of our podcasts. Awesome. So, it's, so now, you know, if you haven't noticed it, go back and listen. <laughs> Um, hopefully I'll win one, one of these days. We'll see. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe I'll let you, I don't know. It's really hard. It's a thing. (laughs) All right. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the balance chaos podcast. We're so happy to have you here with us each week. Please help us out by subscribing to the show, sharing with friends and leaving us reviews. You can also follow us on Instagram. We can communicate with you there. Our Instagram handle is at balancechaoslv. Reach out and we'll write back. Bye. 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 Bye.